Hi, Growing Woman listeners. This is your host, Christina Singh. Um, We'll be releasing a new episode tomorrow, but before we do, I wanted to come on here and chat with you for a moment. Also, I am recording in my office in Brooklyn, New York, so if you hear some hustle and bustle of the city, that's just life right now, Um, but thank you for being here. I I just want to chat for a moment because over the past few weeks, we've seen an incredible moment in our country with millions in the U.S. and around the world asking for racial justice after the murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and so many more. I want to say to you, hands down, my dear listeners, Black Lives Matter. I'd like to read some of the names of those we've lost to police brutality and white supremacy. These are not all of the names by any means, and we have a lot of work to do for justice to be served, but their names deserve to be heard. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Sean Reed, Tony McDade, Michael Brown, Freddie Gray, Sandra Bland, Eric Garner, Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, and so many more. Too, too many more. This show, Growing Woman, is a relatively new podcast. We don't have very many episodes yet. Um, And I discussed how I took a step back from the show last year and came back fully understanding my passion and this show's mission and this intention. And Growing Woman is really aimed at amplifying women's stories and shining a light on women's voices and all the small ways women have found success and grown in their lives. Through connecting with women's stories, my goal is to help other women amplify their own voices, stories, as well as embracing their own vulnerabilities and change in order to take action toward their passions in life. That unequivocally means and has always meant having Black voices included in the conversation. One of my biggest goals while forming this podcast was to ensure that I not just have a diverse group of women for others to hear from, but an inclusive group of women. That means not simply having Black women, Indigenous women, or women of color on the show, but learning about someone's craft and how they perfected their passion. As a mixed-race South Asian woman myself, I am examining what I can do to protect Black bodies and empower Black lives through my actions and through this show. So, my dear listeners, my goal is to continue to amplify Black voices through this podcast so you can not just hear from more women, but understand their stories and most importantly, their expertise. That distinction is so critical for me. And protecting Black bodies and empowering Black lives is at the center of this work. My hope is that you will not only learn, but create a community and a brave space where women's voices are heard, supported, and understood. I encourage you to listen to two of our episodes featuring two incredible Black women and their stories. The first one being How Vulnerability Built My Career with Nina Guilford, and the second being From Finance to the Makeup Industry with Daily Mazik. Both shared their beautiful stories, how they've overcome prejudice, and built their own businesses. A lot of you are asking, and a lot of what I'm seeing online right now is, what can I do? How can I help? First, 
I encourage you to seek out those answers through research. We are in the age of information. You have a keyboard, you have a phone, and the privilege to learn more. I would highly discourage you from texting your Black friends or colleagues to ask them what to do and where to go and what to read. It is not the Black community's responsibility to invest their emotional labor in your education. It is up to you, and right now is the perfect time to research, listen, and take action. It is simply not enough to state that you're not racist. You must actively invest your time in being anti-racist. For our listeners who might not know, my full-time work is in the philanthropic world. And the biggest lesson I've learned from my career in the nonprofit space is that solidarity versus charity is the most important approach we can take in order to create meaningful and lasting change. This means not just donating or serving a meal or showing up to a walk or a run or a gala or posting online. All of those things are great, but it demands questioning. (laughs) You must question and call on radical reform of the systems that support and uphold white supremacy and directly harm black and brown communities. These institutions are what our nation was built upon. They serve white lives and property while devaluing the humanity of black people and people of color. You must ask critical questions. Why are so many people going hungry in black and brown communities? Why are so many people in black and brown communities living in poverty? Why are black people overwhelmingly murdered and brutalized by the police? Ask those questions because it's your job to understand the systems and support policies that are both created by and support black and brown communities. There is a myth that these communities do not know what they need, so they need others to come in and step in and help. It is simply not true. Majority populations cannot dictate change. They must listen to minority communities and follow their lead. That means having black and brown communities lead policy creation, holding up their voices, talking to elected officials about reform, and then talking to your community about doing the same. It also means taking a look inside your organizations and companies' policies and practices. Many nonprofits and companies are white, white, white. Personally, I have been the only woman of color in several fundraising departments, and most leadership in the nonprofit space is comprised of white men and women. Take a look at your workplace. A social media post is not enough. Examine who you're hiring. Who are your colleagues? What about your leadership team and your board of directors? Solidarity versus charity means taking an honest look at your internal organizational practices that uphold white supremacy and value white lives and careers over others, then taking action to dismantle those systems. If you are white, you have a lot of power in bringing up these issues to your leadership. I encourage you to take this action. Change the policy, you change the system. Give power to black and brown voices. Advocate, call on your electeds, and vote, 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 vote. Don't just call for diversity, call for inclusivity. Finally, I encourage you to put your money where your mouth is. Invest in Black-owned businesses. Money talks. Do not simply read a book. It is great that you are becoming educated, but that is not 
the work. <laughs> you can feel like you did the work, but what really matters is your actions. Your actions matter. Speak up and use your voice and your money to invest in and protect Black lives. Thank you for listening. I always appreciate you being here. Your voice matters. Your story matters. Black lives matter. Thank you.